Hello, everybody. My name is Ethan Stevie. This is the Crunch Catholic podcast that you have tuned into. Welcome to this week's episode where we get into all kinds of stuff. Please excuse the mess behind me that you can see if you're watching on YouTube. We're moving this week, and it's uh, been a crazy time to move with a six-month-old that I'm really enjoying. But we get into lots of good stuff this week on the episode. We're talking, it's dating extravaganza. We had all kinds of people in our Discord community at bit.ly slash crunch discord submit questions to us about their dating situations, dating situations of their friends or their families that they need some advice on, that they need some input on. We do a couple of things. We talk about long distance, how a girl can tell whether a guy likes her or if she's just one of the boys. What does it actually mean to date? Like, what does that mean in 2023? And finally, what it's like to get lied to in a pretty big way. I'm not going to reveal it here, but it, the last question we talk about is uh, some pretty serious breaches of trust that, uh, yeah, really baffled me and Patrick. We didn't have a whole lot of stuff to say <laughs> about that. But uh, thanks to everybody in our Discord community for submitting those questions. We're really excited to share all of our advice with you. And if you have other questions, please submit them. Uh, in the Dating Corner channel of our Discord. And if you like the show, of course, as always, please support on Patreon. Patreon.com slash The Crunch is the place to go. Uh, You can help support us at the $10 a month and up level, which will provide you with a bonus podcast every single week where we do exactly what we do here, just bonus, and it's fun, and everybody's a part of it at the $10 a month and up level, and we really love making that for everybody. Another thing that you can do to support us is listen to this ad that I'm about to read. Thank you so much to Decided Excellence for sponsoring this episode of the Crunch Catholic Podcast. Decided Excellence is a print media company that specializes in community and parish magazines, and they use local business sponsorships to bring the good news of Jesus Christ to uh, people in their homes, people in their communities. It's a really great model. If you don't know, Patrick actually works for Decided Excellence, so that's how we got set up with them. They really like what we're doing. They like what Patrick's doing. They threw us a couple bones. They're like, hey, why don't you guys uh, talk about us on the show? Um, and and we, we're happy to support them because we have Patrick working for them, obviously, so we want everyone to know about them. Uh, you've heard about the bulletin. It's old. It sucks. It's clip art. It's not very good. Decided Excellence creates high-quality magazines that have relevant articles about relevant things for people's lives. They pull from people like Bishop Barron, Scott Hahn. I think they even have uh, – what are some other ones? Relevant Radio, Primesoil.com, and more. They have really great sources for their content that they then provide in a beautiful package to people in parish communities or in uh, large cities where they're able to send them out to everybody and people read them. And they – actually get connected to their local parish. This is the parish model that they've rolled out super successful because someone gets a magazine in the mail. They say, hey, what is this? This is a beautiful magazine. It's got not only things about the Catholic faith that I'm interested in, but it's also got things about my local community that I'm interested in. And I'm a guy and I got a family and I got kids and maybe I haven't been to mass in a while, but maybe now I'm going to go because I get this Decided Excellence magazine at my doorstep. This happens every single day with Decided Excellence. It's a great Mission, it's a great ministry, it's a great business, and it really, really will help your parish, 
It can help your community. If you're someone who has leverage, maybe you're on a parish council, maybe you work for a parish, maybe you're in a diocese, and this is something you could see applying to a whole diocesan organization, go to decidedexcellence.com to learn more about their parish model and learn about their community models. Join the team, set up a call, reach out to Patrick. I mean, we're, he's happy to, to chat with you about all the things that they've got going on. Um, but there's tons and tons of advantages that I'm sure we'll get into over the coming weeks. Uh, we had an interview with Isaac uh, last week, who is from Decided Excellence, where he chatted a little bit about their program as well. So uh, go and watch that episode from last week. Uh, is the one about liturgy. And then uh, we're going to be sharing more and more about how great Decided Excellence is in the coming weeks. So go to decidedexcellence.com. Thank you so much for sponsoring the Crunch Catholic Podcast. Decided Excellence at decidedexcellence.com. You can go to decidedexcellence.com slash parish to find more information on the parish model. We'll see you in the episode. And one last thing that I have to share about that episode is that unfortunately, because of the way that we record on OBS, when we switch the scene from just me and Patrick talking to us reading the questions, it's great for YouTube. The audio is not great because we accidentally recorded Patrick twice. So he kind of sounds like a robot. It's not unlistenable. So I asked for your patience <laughs> on those sections of the podcast. Uh, it's not going to happen again. You can help us not make errors like that when uh, by going to patreon.com slash the crunch. <laughs> because if we just get one more patron at $10 a month, we will never make a mistake ever again. And you can be the reason that we never make mistakes. So I apologize about the audio quality. Here's the episode. Whoa. Whoa. Why are you clapping? I'm excited. I'm excited for the extravaganza. I've never yeah. been a part of one before. Me I'm very too. excited. My first extravaganza in my life. I really, I really, I'm really nervous. Why are you nervous? Because what if it's not extravagant enough? What if it's not vaganza enough? <laughs> <laughs> George Vaganza. <laughs> my favorite character in Seinfeld. In Seinfeld. I do like Seinfeld. <laughs> I I think they really went off the rails in the 15th season. What if Jerry Seinfeld had iPad? What if Jerry Seinfeld was Jewish? What if Jerry Seinfeld had NFT? Anybody ever think about that? Every, have you ever gone on those like? Oh, sorry. I, no, I, I, have you ever gone on one of those like Reddit writes like TV show? Unfortunately, yes. They're very bad. Yeah. They're never good. No. Well, it's have like, people seen the show, or they just know the characters? I think they just know the characters, or they like saw the show a long time ago, and they're like, "Oh, I know enough to, to do it." Yeah. But they really, if they're spending, here's the thing: if they're spending their time writing a an episode of a show for Reddit and not like for a studio, yeah. then they're probably they're probably aiming at the wrong target yeah they're probably not not good at it it I'm really puts the whole guys. writers uh the writer strike into perspective it's like yeah man we yeah. really need those guys we do because it's not, not any not just anybody can do this no <laughs> i i always thought the writer strike was them going bowling and just yeah there it is it. come on that's funny nice laugh at, laugh at me i have you like have you ever read a book or probably doesn't happen in tv or movies because actors mm -hmm. are like in control of how their character speaks but yeah. have you ever read a book that was written by someone who writes like the people on reddit writes the office or reddit writes seinfeld yeah i've read ready player one <laughs> where every character sounds exactly the same yes anything by ayn rand uh Ooh, cringe. yeah yeah sorry guys sorry to all our libertarian friends out there i don't do we have any libertarian listeners 
I don't know, but they're one letter away from being a librarian, so they're all right by me. Librarian. Two letters. <laughs> Two letters. Couple, couple more letters. Should we move the vacuum out of the shot? <laughs> Regular Martin Scorsese over here. <laughs> hey man, I'm doing my best. You don't see. You can't. Yeah, we have boxes over, to the ceiling over here, so I'm feeling very compressed in. Oh boy. Why are you laughing at me? Steven, Steven Spielberg. <laughs>Welcome to The Crunch, the only podcast that has a viral hit on Instagram this week. It's your boy, Ethan. And I'm Patrick. And yeah, no, that was huge. It was it was huge for us. That it was, was a not, solo homer. It was not hit. It was not properly viral. Like It was not a grand slam. No. No. We're not reaching six digits of people or nor seven digits of people. Um, we got the K. We did not get the M. You sure. know, like we're not. You know what I mean? Like the. No. So the it's like 10k views oh but the yes. if you have a million it's like one m yep and mm-hmm. that one's that one's bigger than the k that's true viral yeah yeah we didn't get true viral but we did get like 100 followers in a week on our instagram account that's huge which for maybe us. for us this is big because now yeah. our goals and our dreams of being liked might actually come true <laughs> that's 15 percent growth and you know that because? Because we had 800 and now we have 900 and that's roughly 15% of 800 is on your calculator like a freaking No, I just I just oh, you did. Just know. Okay, so you just a fourth know. of a fourth of one. <laughs> yeah, I just know generally. Check my math. Put put down in the comments if I'm good at math or not. People are putting a lot of things down in the comments these days, especially on our YouTube page. It's have very confusing. This? Yeah, it's very confusing to get a bunch of like dollar amounts in my email. Like this person yeah. commented 4280 and I'm like, "Did you give us 4280?" No, no, no. You're just no, commenting no. 4280. No. Jokes on you. Jokes on you. Everybody who commented a dollar amount in the comment box actually owes us that money. Right. So, Some guy DM'd me $69,420, so he's really not doing well he's in that case he's, it's over for him <laughs> call uh, me call me fanny may because i i got your credit report baby <laughs> that was a miss <laughs> that was a whiff call me call me aunt fanny may because <laughs> you're because uh, you're 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 you got your debt is as big as my butt all right there's two there's two ways to go with aunt fanny may Option number one, Aunt Fanny in the movie Robots lends money to people usuriously and is a, is a very immoral person. Yeah. Aunt Fanny Mae in real life is a government organization where everyone has a very large rumpus. <laughs> so you you tell me which direction you so want to go So the DMV. <laughs> yeah. I like the DMV. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I gotta, I'm having a lot of experience with government bureaucracy lately. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm moving yeah. and, uh, and I've got all kinds of boxes. I'm sitting very still one because I don't want to ruin the shot. And yes. I am, I am a proto Scorsese and two, <laughs> because there's just boxes everywhere. We're, we're stacked to the gills. We're stacked yeah, you're like rims. moving, moving. We're like moving, moving. Like last night we were packing and we put a bunch of pots and pans and whoop, 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 filling up boxes and shoot, 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 boom, 
paper and 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 then we finished and it was like we had done an hour and a half of work but it felt like there was nothing more packed than had previously been packed yeah it was very demoralizing um but the reason i bring I've up been the, there. the reason i bring up the government thing because i gotta go so it's a new construction home it is a house that is now that now exists that prior to now did not exist you're familiar with the concept of something being new yeah it's not it's not like a self-perpetuating house this this house is you could say a (laughs) contingent being not a necessary being yes yes unlike god my house is so i'm gonna live in it and so (laughs) so you when you have a new house you can't just like when you change your address on the ups.gov website you say i'm gonna go from here and i'm gonna go from here and please forward my mail for six months thank you but i type in the address thinking surely they know they have no idea so you got to go to the local post office and be like hey there's a new house that you guys have to know about now it's not like <laughs> you guys you guys really got to figure this out <laughs> i always thought that they just kind of saw houses and the local postman was like gonna add that one to my route you know mm-hmm. but apparently you have to go in and tell them it's like what's the point of having this large government office the seventh branch of the military <laughs> if it's not gonna <laughs> you know do it what am i paying taxes for if yeah, i gotta go guys, in yeah what's the point of this this mass panopticon that we all live in if you don't know that my house has been built what, are, what the, were all those permits about is there not like a system in place where we can say hey i built a new house and the post office goes great thanks i'll just add that one. Oh, you guys moved into that new house sweet easy peasy lemon squeezy yeah if you facebook can simple. figure out Right. How many people are in the market for a car and you can yeah. just advertise to those people for like right. 20 bucks? Yeah. Surely the United States Postal Service can figure out where a new house has been built. Surely there's you know? a guy somewhere in hiking boots with white socks and a blue shirt <laughs> that can figure this out. You What's know? that a reference to? <laughs> Every postman I've ever seen. Kind oh, of looks like that. I gotcha. I gotcha. I was picturing yeah. like a dark blue, like royal blue. No, but think you're picturing think- like post office boomer blue. boomer priest blue oh you know jesuit, boomer priest, jesuit they blue have, je, yeah they have like that that blue clerical mm-hmm. shirt you know yeah yeah it was really popular yeah Den- the denim clerical shirts yeah they're all jalerics jalerics what's wrong babe you barely touched your jalerical collar <laughs> That's actually why they're called Jesuits is because they're in jeans. <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe it would maybe it would be kind of like a, a modern day chastity belt for some of those guys. You know, yeah, it would certainly the, the chafing would maybe prevent them from doing things that are untoward with their nether. It took regions. everything in my power not to tweet this, but some <laughs> a Jesuit from America magazine was like, it's about uh-huh. time the Pope let priests get married. And it was a, the, the guy was like, you know, <laughs> ugly. He was old and like <laughs> balding, and I wanted yeah. to just post his profile picture, and just say "Good luck, buddy." <laughs> That's oh, all I dude, just like I hope that, that would have been happen. that would have been mean. Imagine, imagine like a sixty-year-old, like just rail thin, has only ever lived by himself, has yeah. really never talked to women, priest, like opening up a Catholic match account for the first time. You know, like just poor guy. You know. Yeah. Have you seen the way that priests eat? I love all the priests out there. If you're a priest and you're listening, but <laughs> your guys' dietary habits are the worst. It's crazy. It's Literally, crazy. they'll they'll like go in their fridge and be like, oh yeah, here's some ham from like 
two weeks ago. I'll just put this in the microwave and eat it. It's like, what are you doing? What did, you did no one tell you you can't do that? You need so a this vegetable. Is, this is a genuine issue. I've heard this criticism levied against married men, and I just don't think it's true. No. That no. like someone someone said, um, oh no, never mind. It wasn't married men. It was it was famous people. Famous this, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that people get frozen in the age that they became famous mm. because no one has ever demanded that they change. Right. And so, like, the same thing is true about they, – they were saying the same thing is true about married men. I don't think that's the case. Um, I don't think it's the case with married men at all. I think it's – It's definitely the case with priests. It's definitely the case with priests. It can be because yeah. in, certain, in certain situations, right, like, you, you're frozen in the year that you entered seminary because, like, you've never really had to, like, grow much beyond mm -hmm. seminary. You've lived – you know, you have the you – the, the, um, uh, the, the habits of an 18 year old and like the, the cleanliness of an 18 year old. It just, it, it happens. And there's really no, until you become like a pastor, I think there's really no like, yeah. Or you motivation. get a concubine. Yeah. There you go. And then you have to get really good yeah. at hiding stuff. Yeah. Just like married men. Huh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't hide anything from my wife. My wife has access to my email, so there's really no. <laughs> she looks through them every. She does your emails for you. Yeah, it, it, that's why she got because I'm so bad at emails. We were like missing important things, and so she just has access to my email. Now. I don't understand <laughs> how you can be so bad at email. I'm frozen in the year that I became famous. Oh. <laughs> what year was that? I don't know what year that it's was. It's <laughs> one of those Seinfeld years that we just don't know about. <laughs> um, this 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 conversation about married life, bachelor life is all very good because it transitions us very smoothly yeah. into what we're doing today. Our extravaganza. Uh, can we can we tell people what we're doing? Yeah. So uh, we, of course, are well known, well renowned in the podcasting space for our urgent care clinic, uh, our urgent care dating clinic run mm -hmm. by Doctor Ethan, his private mm -hmm. practice. Yes. Uh, it's Dr. exorbitantly Ethan, expensive. It's incredibly expensive. We make very much money from it. <laughs> we drive Mercedes-Benz, one that we share together. <laughs> Patrick gets to drive it on even days. I get to drive it on odd days. On leap day, we sit on each other's laps and drive it around. I control the pedals. <laughs> we sit on each other's laps. Um... <laughs> I don't know. We've interlocked somehow. Somehow. <laughs> But uh, we we've unfortunately we have a little bit of a backlog because we uh, we didn't get to do Doctor Ethan's dating corner over the past couple of weeks. Yeah, we were doing and other so, stuff. We're not a so one trick pony. No, if you want a one trick pony? Go over to other Matt podcasts. Fred. Got him. There it is. Bam. <laughs> he, did you see? Actually, the reason I had Matt Fred on my mind is because he stole our video idea. What we did a podcast. Brett Cooper is wrong about pornography, yeah. and then he did a video. This responding to Brett Cooper's comments on porn. And it was the same. I mean, obviously he articulated it way better because he has like a master's degree in podcasting. But we uh <laughs> but he I it made me it made me feel good because I was like, all right, we made this two weeks before the guy made it. And yeah. uh we didn't make it better, surely, but we made it first. Indeed. So and you know what that gets you? That and twenty five cents will get you a bubblegum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. We're dumb. <laughs> But anyway, we got a backlog. It's dating corner. 
yeah, yeah. So we got a lot of dating corner things, but um, it I I've I've been looking through some of these uh some of these submissions from bit.ly/slash/crunch discord. If you go to bit.ly/slash/crunch discord, we have a dating corner section mm-hmm. where people submit their problems to us, and then we respond to them on yes. the podcast. Yes, and it's very nice. And then the other thing you can do is you can DM us, and then if you want if it to be anonymous, private situation, it's more private thing. So. So Let yeah, me just uh, say, it, we've had multiple people get married because of our advice on this section. True. So if you're new it to the show, true. if you're not in the Discord. That's not even a joke. That's not that's a joke real. at all. Yeah, that's 100% <laughs> real. There's a guy that came up to us at Seek that said something to the effect of, my wife is pregnant because of your podcast. Which is just an insane thing to say. Some, some people put the podcast on to go to sleep. Some people put the podcast on to do other things. What can I say? Bow, bow. I can feel There's just something about Ethan's Kermit the Frog impression that gets people in the mood. <laughs> I can't do a good Kermit. Within the confines of marriage. Within, you only do a Kermit the Frog impression within the confines of marriage. <laughs> so come to, if you, so here's the, the ask here. Bit.ly slash Crunch Discord. It's a Discord community. If you don't know what Discord is, it's a community full of people that all love our show and want to be friends and we talk about lots of different things and there's lots of really great discussions that happen but yep. specifically we got all of these questions from our discord so I'm if so you want to know about dating <laughs> and if you need some help we're married we got kids uh we've been doing this a long time 26 so i think i have a thing or two to say i'm, about ha- I'm half i'm halfway through my life hopefully oh i I'm hope not <laughs> uh let's get into it we actually have producer ryan today that's yeah. behind the scenes. You might see his elbow in the shot. You might see his times. elbow. You might hear some clicking. And uh, he's going to pull it up for us. If you're on the YouTube, you're going to see it right now. Bam. And we're going to get going. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. And Ryan's going to take us to the first question. Okay. I'm so excited for this. A lot of text, but we're, we're going we're gonna to work it out. This is so the girl. Our first question. Girl is back in town. Patrick, do you want to read it for us? All right, Ethan. So uh, our first question, the girl is back in town. Uh, I, had, I had this woman in college that I became pretty good friends with over three years and continued to spend time with in our friend group after we graduated college. I had multiple close mutual friends encourage me to ask her out because they thought she liked me. And I was getting some signals, so I figured, why not? We went on a date, and she told me she wasn't interested in me, and also that she wasn't coming back from the East Coast, where yeah. she was going to start her MBA, travel world, etc. Classic MBA vibes, honestly. I know. Imagine going to the East Coast to get an MBA that you could get in your community college locally for like a sixteenth of the cost, and then be like, "I'm going to travel the world." Oh yeah, great. People <laughs> like hiring is like, "Oh, where'd you get this MBA? The East Coast? Oh, we'll pay you double." Yeah. Thanks. I hate the East Coast, dude. She's, She's not, not coming, coming back to our Midwest, Midwest state, etc. We parted ways amicably. Haven't seen her since, except for a couple brief encounters. Fast forward three years later. <gasps> She's moving back, back to my town where she She's from because she discovered East Coast life. Ah. <laughs> and she wanted to come back home. You're, you're from a Midwest state. Well, from a West state, Midwest-ish. Is there like a, the East Coast is pretty big. Is there like a, a pathology about the East Coast and the Midwest where they're like, ah, the East, the coast... Uh, it's so um, hoity-toity out there. We generally despise people from the coasts. 
It's okay. like a big city thing, but the problem mm. is that everyone who lives on the East Coast kind of acts like they're from the big city because they're just in proximity to so many big cities. Whereas, yeah. like, it's difficult, <clears throat> especially in the Northeast, to drive for eight hours and not find a large city. You know, yeah. in uh-huh. rural Kansas, it's very easy to do. Sure. And so I think there's kind of a just a disconnect in terms of expectations about life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, et cetera. Et cetera. Sure. I think, I think the, the suburban big city people are my least favorite because they, they act like they were like, they're like, yo, we're from Boston. Yeah. But really you're just like five miles from a BJ's, you know, <laughs> like that's, that's a, that's a big, a big wholesale store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's or a like, restaurant. I don't know what it's, it is. It's, it's also the people who are from the East coast are like, you drive a big truck and they're like making fun of you and it's like hey my dad needs his truck f- to to feed the hogs and like you're being mean <laughs> so i think I'll be a, mean. yeah anyway go 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 enjoy your lab grown beef anyway all right so uh she's back, back home from the east coast i haven't her yet but i'm wondering if i should strike up the friendship again to gauge if she's interested in a relationship now seemed like before she left for her mba she was putting on strong signals but reverse course when we went on a date because she was planning on her new life um, a mutual friend from the original friend group recently brought this up and asked if I wanted to do it. I'm at a point where I'm financially stable and growing in my faith and my work. I only want to pursue a relationship with someone if they're serious about it, not play games. I'm inclined to only ask her out if she's clearly interested to put the ball in her court. Is that the right stance? Mm. So you like this girl. You yeah. went on a date with her. It didn't work out. She moved away. She moved back. And you want to call her? And you're like, is this right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, come on. What? You're a human being. You're a man. You have needs. You yearn. I hope you yearn. I hate. I hate when people say that. Why? (laughs) I'm a man. I have needs. I have a man. I have needs. I have a man. When someone says I have a man, I I have a man. He has needs. When someone says I am a man, I have needs. It's usually just cope for their whatever they're addicted to. Yes, (laughs) typically. Um, I I was kind of joking there when I said that, but. Give her a call. Right now, you're in a situation where you aren't dating her. And the worst thing that can happen is you call her, see if she wants to hang out. And if she doesn't want to date you again, you're still not dating her. Like, there's no mm-hmm. there's no real risk here, especially since over the last three years, you guys probably haven't kept up super close. Like, I don't think this is a perfect this is the this is the great, you know, uh, people who are friends in high school or whatever go to college and then come back. And then they're like, Oh, I actually didn't realize that we had a lot in common and maybe we should, you know, marry each other. Mm. Um, I think this is pretty, pretty typical. So I, I, I think this is, I think you're fine. What's, what's there to be worried about Patrick? Uh, rejection. That's kind of the main thing. Know. You We're going to see a lot of that today in the extravaganza. Yeah. The extravagant, <laughs> you hate to see it in the extravaganza. I know <laughs> you're you're bringing fear of rejection into my extravaganza. This is a this is a fear of rejection free zone. We're we're yeah. happy. We're we are blithely and boldly confident in all situations. Indeed, we are Chads, Sigma Chads, and we are asking women out. Well, no virgins weird. allowed in the meme sense. If you're not a yes. virgin, it's okay yeah, for you to be okay. here. It's good. We don't discriminate against that. But I do. If you are like a, a soy boy, then I will not have you in the show. <laughs> oh man! Anyway. Yeah, yeah, I think that was pretty got. easy. He, I, you're, you're fine, man. You're fine. She got it. She like got it out of her system. She missed her hometown. She probably she missed her hometown. You. She's back. You call her. Just call her. Yeah. 
Yeah, Actually, that was the perfect time because she's like, "Wow, my life was so much better back then." Because now I'm, I was single and alone. You could, in the big city. you could incorporate. You could kind of do. You know how sometimes in TV shows, where so I'm thinking of the Drake and Josh episode where, yeah. um, they, 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 they get a showing of Ick Glockma for that <laughs> girl that's from Hugo yeah. Tan or wherever she's from, and uh, and she's like. Oh, thanks for bringing all of the stuff from my home here. But I wanted to be an American girl. And then she marries Drake because he doesn't make her watch <laughs> Ick Glockma at all. Yeah. And uh, I think this is a similar situation. You might be tempted to be like, oh, where'd you pack the car? You know, like, but don't <laughs> do that. Don't do that. Oh, did you take you the just, train? You just bump into her and go, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Hey, did you see the... I'm Broadway. I'm I'm actually on Broadway. You just and get a bunch of people to pretend to be homeless sleeping on the street in front of her house. What are other East Coast cities? Charleston. Pagan. Yeah. Did you see all those pagans in Charleston? <laughs> Charleston's a, like Charleston's a very pagan town. Do you know? Very south. Yeah, very oh, but it's East Coast. I guess when people say East Coast, they mean northeast. They mean the boss wash corridor. Yeah. The boss wash. Yeah. Oh, I was on the hill lately. Have you ever been on yeah. the hill? The hill, you know, the, we call it the hill because we, we think call it the important. hill because that's where we do crime. <laughs> so you could kind of maybe be like very East Coast and appeal to her sensibilities. Yes. All okay. right, let's, let's go, go to the next, next one. Next let's question. go to the next one. We got to get on to this extravaganza. I know, I know, I know. How does one How does... date asking for a friend? We already covered this. Did we? Yeah, yeah, pretend to be from Boston and put homeless yeah. people on her front porch. Uh-huh done it's foolproof it also costs very little yeah um, i think uh, this is an easy question because i think people don't know like i really do think this is a legit issue for some people where they're like okay what do i do you know like yeah. like i want to date this girl but like what what do i do you know Here, do you want to do you want to know a true story about me and my dating life I, absolutely I, not. I, I dated i dated <laughs> <laughs> I, I well it's happening so yeah. i dated for six months okay that's the length of time that i dated i you know when you say like you're in a relationship you're dating i don't mean that i mean for six months i dated so i i my my my, my girlfriend and i broke up in 2017 on holy thursday all right mm. it, that that happened 2017 holy thursday i'm sure your good friday was very it was great and relaxed and not dramatic at all it was exactly what it needed to be <laughs> i was like yeah interesting um, but it was like that six months I said yeah. to myself, okay, I am going to lawyer up, hit the gym, delete Facebook. I'm going to, I'm going to mm -hmm. like go nuts. I'm going to like really work on myself. And mm -hmm. I got back to, uh, I was like, I'm going to do the, I'm going to give the advice that Ethan and I have been giving people every week on monthly mailbag, which is a segment that we've done every month, every way, every month, every month, the beginning of the show. Monthly mailbag was proto Dr. Ethan's dating corner because people would just ask us dating questions. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And so I was like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ask people out on dates. Women. Ask women out on dates. Hey. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> <laughs> and and so I was like, I'm just gonna do it. And then I um whenever I was interested in a girl, I just walked up and there's like someone that I knew and I said, Hey, I like you. I'd like to get to know you better. Would you like to? And then I would say, go get italian food at this italian place would you like to go get yogurt at this new frozen yogurt shop it was like a new frozen yogurt shop in 2017 it closed down shortly after 2017 is too late for 2017 was a was a was a was a real moment for frozen yogurt 
<laughs> I think it was resurging in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. All the pink berries in my home. 2017 was serving yogurt. I will say <laughs> it's, it's giving, it's giving, it's Fro-Yo. giving, it's giving Froyo. That's what I did. I, I dated, I, I asked out, I think six girls total. Nice. One per month. And I think three of them said yes. That's major league, right? One of them was my <laughs> wife. That's major league. <laughs> That's major league. Talks about himself. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty major league. I will, I mean, <laughs> not a big deal. That's what my friend said. He was like, he was like, that's major league, but I yeah. appropriated it to myself because you know, mm-hmm. you got to hype yourself up sometimes. Right. I agree. So like, Hey, if you have a 50% success rate, that's like, that's like, that's like the best you're going to get, but Hey, you're yeah. going to get rejected one out of every two times, one out of every three times. And that's fine. You just got to deal with the rejection and then you move on. But you know what the cool thing is? Yeah. And this is, this is why it stuck to me. I was like the first girl that I ever asked out after, after my girlfriend and I broke up, rejected me. And the crazy thing was, was like, I was like, oh, that was nothing. That felt like nothing. Yeah. Because... Patrick's a sociopath. He has no feelings. <laughs> no. The reason it felt like nothing was because I had just gotten broken up with after a two and a half year relationship. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. so it was like compared to that, it right. felt like absolutely nothing. And so mm-hmm. like, I just kind of, I was like, oh, there's really no risk because I didn't build it up in my head into something that it wasn't. And then yeah. when there was a no, I lost all of that imagination right like that that never gonna happen now right and so how does one date you stop imagining things yeah don't don't convince yourself that the relationship is something more than it is you just ask the girl out mm-hmm. and then if she says no you move on yeah and then if she says yes you go on the date and then if it doesn't go well you just don't go on another one right it's very simple all you have to do is find someone that you want to spend time with and invite them to do things that you like to do together and yeah. then see what things that they like to do and then do them with them. And then eventually you do bring kids along with you. <laughs> and that's really all it is. It's just I like, think the big, I think the big hurdle is that people think when they're like asking out a girl, they're asking, will you be my girlfriend? Which is a oh, bad question. Oh, then you're like, you know, you just, it's, it's a date can be a date. You can go on many dates. There's no, in a week, there's no strict rule of, exclusivity or number of dates or how many it's like you just have to just gotta do it and be clear and honest and communicate and all that stuff yeah it's fine and so that's how you do it i think a lot of i think a lot of like especially trad leaning people they're like yeah you got a court you got a court and they're doing they're doing the noble obstacle thing have you ever like yes have you ever like like i want to write this article but first i have to read every article about this topic ever it's like a noble obstacle you're procrastinating by saying like oh i can't write the article until i read every book that's ever been written about this subject so i yes. know what i'm talking about yeah people do that we with can't like start dating. a youtube channel until we have enough money or whatever yes exactly we like put you put an obstacle in front of the you, you gotta close the gap between thinking and doing yeah 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 me and that's patrick are podcast. sharing business ideas and actually listening to each other it's a new world where patrick's <laughs> teaching me and i'm teaching him and we're growing faster than ever and it's exponential and you're never going to see anything like what we're doing ever again i'm going to go viral on instagram again and it's going to be a we're going to have that thousand <laughs> followers and we're going to be famous it's going to be great i'm going to be stuck being the same guy that was frozen in 27 frozen in time and i'm going to be serving like captain Florio. america before me yeah chris <laughs> evans except it's me i'm very strong all right i just had a bit of a manic episode i have i got two hours of sleep last night so i'm yeah you can't you put the man in manic episode <laughs> hey let's do you want to do the next question yeah, I do. I hope that was helpful. I I, I, I apologize that I kind of I kind of took that one over, but it, no, it's no, it's <clears throat> the people they need you. Set uh, the this, stage. 
for engagement. Meant. <laughs> I have a real one. You are a real one. You are a real my friend. friend. My friend, 27, not Catholic, has been dating a few guys. Or sorry, nope. dating a guy a few years older than us for a few years. They've been living together for over a year now. She wants to get engaged, start a family. He has a good job, so does she. But he's dragging his feet on getting engaged. Dun, dun, dun. He's taking her ring shopping, but it's on the outside. It feels like he's always giving some kind of excuse, money-related. He seems like a nice guy, but to me it seems strange because most of his friends are married with kids, so I don't know why he wouldn't want to do that, too. It worries me for my friend. And I'm wondering how I can best advise her in this situation. Would it be wrong to tell her to give an ultimatum? Yes. <laughs> don't don't tell her to give him an ultimatum. The, the the genesis of every good relationship is an ultimatum. Can I say that? Unless give you unless ultimatum. you give people only one way forward or a way out, then you won't be happy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's currently <laughs> of the mindset. It's bad idea. She is currently of the mindset that he will be proposing in the next month. I'm worried that she's going to be let down again. Yeah, that's a good thing to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think uh, so. One of the rejoinders that we have on this podcast often is it's all about communication, baby. And uh, it feels like there's maybe a lack of communication in this triumvirate that's been established here between you, question asker, uh, wishy-washy boyfriend and your friend and so i think it's no don't don't tell her to issue an ultimatum at all uh but you can say things like hey do you know where brian is at on proposing and she'll be like oh i think he's proposing in the next month and you can be like well has he said that to you or do you just are you assuming that and she'll be like well i'm just assuming it and then she's like well I don't want you to get hurt again. Um, So do you think, I I think it'd be a good idea for you to talk to Brian and get some clarity on where he's at because I I love you and I care about you and I don't want you to get hurt. And she'd be like, oh, great. And she goes, hey, Brian, when are we going to get engaged? And Brian says, I don't want to get engaged because I'm afraid I have wounds from my childhood and I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) And then you'll be able to like open that can of worms together. Yeah, I think that's good. That's good advice. Yeah, I ultimatum's bad. And also another thing, we talked about this before last week, but it's not your job to fix your friends' relationships. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they're living together. I don't care if they're having kids out of wedlock. I don't care if they're doing, maybe if they're doing heavy drugs, maybe step in. But like, Dear listener. there's, there's a, you have to use prudence because obviously every situation is different, but you can't take responsibility for someone else's life. It's not your job yes. unless they specifically say, Hey, I'm stuck in this thing and I need your help to get out of it. Then it's like, it doesn't matter how long it's taking them to get engaged. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it really doesn't matter because it's not. You can you can be there as a friend to support, but maybe they never get engaged and they just live together and they have kids and they never get married. They get married at a court of law. Okay, you have to. Are you going to keep loving them? Or are you going to decide to not be friends with them because they did something that you wouldn't do? You know. Yeah. I would never be a firefighter. Two of my very good friends are both firefighters. And they tell me about some of the things that they see on their like runs, you know? And it's just like, I could never do that. But that doesn't mean that I'm not their friend. It's the same principle here. Same principle. Dear listener, I, I don't, I'm, I'm asking this question. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to accuse you of anything. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember who, who wrote this. So I, I might be able to answer the question if I remember who wrote this, but are you living vicariously through your friend's relationship? Don't do that. Don't do that. 
I are you worried about this relationship? Like, why are you worried about this relationship so much? Why spending so much time? Maybe this is just top of mind thing, and I'm just saying, like, because you're living vicariously through the question asker, who's living vicariously through this person. Yeah, I wish and I'm my living life vicariously through you. And Whoa. I know, <laughs> and Ryan's living vicariously through me. Huge. And we're just, it's and it, uh, who knows where this stops? We yeah. all just want to be this girl. It's turtles all the way down. We just want to be this girl, 27, not Catholic, not engaged. engaged. (laughs) Honestly, those girls rule the world. Not engaged, non-religious women. That's true. They do. Anyway, um, yeah, so uh, just avoid like that temptation to get involved in someone else's relationship, period. Like it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, I understand that you're worried about your friend. It's probably more that than the other thing. I'm just going to defer to that because I don't want to accuse you of something. I do that. Like, <laughs> just think about that. I guess yeah, is yeah, what I want to say. Yeah. Right. They can be. I easy. only. I only have a paragraph of information. I don't know much about you. you know? Right. We don't have any context. We're getting a slice of life, a little window into your world. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. You want to do the next one? Yes, I want to do the next one. Yeah. I really hope it's the one that I'm thinking about. Marriage. How would you, as someone who is married slash in a committed relationship, support a friend who is single and makes their singleness a focal point for anger slash is very resentful of your marriage? They go on dates. They are on the apps. But they... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we, we, we really are out here on the apps. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the apps, man. What do you I want from me? I want all of them. <laughs> they put themselves out there, but it isn't working. And their jealousy is hurting your friendship. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, if he's on the apps, I can't think of apps. anything he could do differently. Is he on all of them? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's on all the apps. I mean, if you're on Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, okay, try Grinder. Try Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Try Catholic Match. Try Black People Meet. Try Farmers Only. Try like, are you really Jay are you Day. really on all the apps, or are you just on the ones? With the white women on it. Yeah. Man. Rid- riddle me that, Batman. <laughs> riddle, me Batman this, riddle me this, Batman. You, you Batman Why are you the, only on the apps with the white women? You think Batman sits in the little his mobile waiting for crime to happen, just swiping right on like every girl that pops up? <laughs> uh, I'm out of super likes. Just bored, like looking for crime. Anyway, do you think do you think it would help if I switched my height to six two? <laughs> I can't date any women named Rachel. There's too many, too many wounds. There's too many, too many wounds. Uh, okay, back. Do you think so, I should take my parents' death out of my bio. <laughs> <laughs> all of the pictures, all of my pictures are of pearls clattering to the ground. Do you think that's damaging <laughs> to my image? Yeah, that's off putting. <laughs> Likes, bats, darkness, dislikes, alleys outside of theaters. Daytime business, especially big business, especially Wayne Enterprises. I hate that place. I would never work there. That <laughs> <Not> Bruce Wayne. <laughs> he has another. He has another. Uh, he has another. Um, he has another profile for Bruce Wayne, and he's like, all the women talk to Bruce Wayne's profile. Like Batman's like a secret incel. Anyway, uh-huh. nah, that's a I, good one. So, uh, so this guy's on all the apps. I can't think of anything he could do differently, and. Uh, that's a but joke you're like you're it is joking, a joke it's right? a joke oh, for, okay. the, for the married person man how do you deal with someone who's resentful of you have you talked to them 
Good question. Good I mean, point. that's that is that is a question. Like, so I'm thinking of a s- situations in my life where I'm like getting angry with someone, and I'm like, ah, this dumb, this is he doesn't know or she doesn't know, and then I and then I go to them, and I say, hey, this is how what you're doing to me is making me feel, and then they say, oh, I didn't realize. Yeah. Let me adjust my behavior because I love you and I care about you, and then and then you can move forward in a positive direction. But if you are just kind of sitting there married and he's kind of sitting there single and you guys never cross the the moat of uh, jealousy or resentment, mm-hmm. like you you might have to be the one to lay down the drawbridge and uh, yeah, and, and come out of the castle a little bit. Yeah, you do. You do got to really what when, when, if a lot of single people, if you're in this boat, OK, if you're in this boat of like some of your friends got married and like you're single and you're like, I don't know, just don't Mm. whatever you do oh my gosh don't make being single your personality oof have you it this is like i'm resentful of this person i (laughs) it's just like i i totally know where they're coming from right i think like what's happening man is like they're blaming you because they're not resentful with you you know it's like no they're resentful of what you represent to them Yes, you are a reminder that they don't have what you have. So it's like right. it—they've—they've they've attached their yeah. own happiness to a future state, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, I will only be happy if I have this, and I see someone having that, and that makes me unhappy. This yeah. is a flawed way of thinking because happiness should not be dependent upon external, external. situations yeah. or circumstances. Not—I mean, happy. I mean, you can be happy if you like have a piece of cake now and you didn't before, but like. <laughs> True, like I said, oh, yay, you know, I have cake. Hey. But in terms of like real joy, everything's real coming up, Millhouse. <laughs> real like satisfaction with your your own state in life. You can be poor. I've met homeless people on the street that are just happy as a clam. You know that? Yeah. Have no. Yeah. No issues. Like they, yeah, I like my life, and I like my friends. I get to stay outside. I get to do work every now and then, but I just get to kind of live wherever I want. And it's a like I'm my you, dog. Let me tell and, you this. Yeah. Now, now that I'm back in Florida, beach homeless people yeah. are the happiest people on the planet. I'm not trying to say this is an excuse to not solve homelessness. I think it would be better if these people did have homes. But I'm just yeah. saying that I have met people who have every reason to not be happy that are. And so I think it's like this is, again, you as the married person, this is not your responsibility to to, to fix this guy's issue with happiness and jealousy you can talk to him about it say hey feels like you're mad at me all the time uh but if he doesn't change it then yeah you know i don't know yeah and if you are single and you're in this position whatever you do don't make singleness your personality don't say things like i'm terminally single because then you're just telling everyone that no one wants to date you and you're restricting people from wanting to date you right this is a very important thing to not if you're on all the apps and you're putting like terminally single or like it's like a it's like an athlete posting terminally injured on their instagram and then being like why is nobody signing me like why why am i I not getting the super max contract because i'm always posting about how i rolled my ankle today you know it's just like of course no one's gonna sign you because you're injury prone you know like that just makes (laughs) sense and so you gotta make people think that you're like you know you gotta (laughs) instead of that on your bio put for a limited time only. <laughs> <laughs> you got to come up with a good, compelling offer. Buy yeah. two dates, get the third free. 
Exactly. That's a deal. Exactly. Right. You got to start put, marketing put, yourself. Put a 30 day free trial of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're just, if you're, oh, I'm so single. No, and, and then it gets to be like a woe is me thing. And then it's like, yeah, you really start to dig a hole because it's like, I'm always single and I'm never going to date anybody. Oh, my life is so, so and like you start putting that energy out and then it's like, oh, who wants to be around? Yeah, no one a wants person to be around that. Like that. So because so it just it and it's so hard to get out of when you are the single person because that just it just is your existence it's like oh this and like you want to be honest about where you're at but it has this double-edged sword effect of people seeing it and being like oh this person's miserable i don't want to yeah. be around a miserable person so also maybe get out get, you don't know, get keep say on the apps but you know uh -huh. get on the theology on tap circuit you know hit those up yeah, you could be groups at your parish. The play matchmaker as the married person. You probably know you, you're like, oh, this is a single person. There's another single person. Let me just orchestrate an event, you know, and like <laughs> get them all in the same room and leave the room and kind of lock the doors and turn off the power and force them to like have a candlelit conversation. But yeah, this is I, I, I wonder. He wonders. I wonder if I wonder what the uh, who. Who posted this question? Were they a man or a woman? Because it's, it's it was a man. It was a man and his his single guy friend. Yeah, I think so. Okay, good. Because for women, it's a whole other can of worms. Yeah, it's a whole. Other, if you're terminally single as a woman and you make that part of your personality, that's really bad. If you may, if you're a man and you do it, it's even worse. <laughs> I yeah. think it's even worse. I would agree. Um, because it's like, yeah, it's, men have you know, men are kind of you're already fighting the battle uphill battle of the fact that you're a man. Yeah. and um there's a lot of you and so you gotta like you know work on that i don't know it's, it's crazy that have you tried becoming rich that's a good point become rich did you, did you just point at yourself no i was like <laughs> it looks it looks like you pointed at yourself like I, that's what i'm doing <laughs> that's what i did uh let's see married me for my money she did yeah, the she the guy, the guy getting his master's in theology, working as a youth minister. She, she didn't she know really... that. She didn't know that the the she didn't shut the decimal in my bank account was a comma. So jokes on her. Ryan's Ryan's swinging through all the questions right now, trying to find a beautiful. That joke one. won't fly in the UK. They'll be like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> I don't like. I don't trust the people in the UK. All right. Yeah. yeah can, can we, we do, do the? the uh... What uh, Ryan? After the, Ryan, after this one, can you do the one that we were talking about beforehand? <laughs> Which one were we talking about beforehand? He you knows. Know. Okay. We have such a good producer. Um, <laughs> Kurt the flirt. How can girls tell the difference between when a guy is flirting and when they're just treating you like one of the guys? Ooh. Mm. I have these guy friends that we all give each other crap all the time for pretty much anything. There are a couple that I can't tell whether they're flirting or if it's because that's just how they talk to their friends. Any clear indicators to be able to tell definitively one way or another? Well, one thing that sticks out to me is that if he kisses you on the mouth, then he's not <laughs> treating you like one of the guys. So that's, that's my first thought is when um, I'm with the boys, I don't smooch or peck them. Uh, I think he likes you based on my limited knowledge of the situation. I think this guy likes her. You think so? Oh, yeah. Hmm. I think these guys, all one of them, them, one of them smiles at her more when he's drinking yeah that's that's the inhibitions coming out he's guarded now guys this is this is the reality guys are incapable of thinking as a single guy a single guy is incapable 
of thinking of a That's single it. woman as one of the guys. Right. Not that now, this is not to say that men are always men always think about their female friends as potential partners. That's not true. But it is incapable for a man to think of a single woman as one of the guys. Because there's there always is, a, yeah. no matter how tomboyish you are, no matter how much you get the humor, and no matter how much you like understand where we're all coming from, you you just can't it's you are a woman. You're a woman. You're a woman. And so like, it's like there's yeah. there's a barrier. That will never be broken and can never be broken. And all guys like subconsciously know this and understand this, which is why like being with the boys is such an important facet of the male experience. Indeed. Because because as soon as you introduce a woman into the equation, the, the temperature of the conversation shifts, the tone of the conversation shifts, the way that people talk is different. Not because it's like, oh, we have to hide our true masculinity from women, but there's just like a different energy. You can make jokes about kissing the homies when those homies are boys, but you yeah. cannot make a joke about kissing the homies when those homies are girls. Yeah. Like when all of the guys together were like, what if we all just kissed right now? <laughs> but like, I don't say <laughs> that when the girls are around, you know? Yeah, that'd be weird. <laughs> that'd be totally weird and strange and I wouldn't do it. Um, yeah, But I also, th I will, a word of caution about the smiling when intoxicated. Back when I was a single man and I oh, used yeah? to drink more than I do now, I... <laughs> Uh, there would be times where I would drink and I would be very attracted to someone who, when I'm stone cold sober, is just a friend to me. And oh, you so, think so? So, and it, I guess it I've, not, I've never had that experience. But it did yeah. not betray like a deep, like, oh, I really do like her. It was like, oh, this would be fun if I had to kiss someone, you know, like that's what it would be, you know? Sure. <laughs> it's sure. just kind of hammered and uh, wanting like some type of physical interaction with someone. And I, then, see. I see. So I don't know. I don't know the true intentions behind this guy. I, I, I assume they're all good dudes, but uh, mm -hmm. just because someone smiles at you when they're drinking does not necessarily mean that they like you when you're, when they're sober. Fair, fair uh, enough. So unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm right. sorry. I, I gave, yeah. I gave bad advice. No, it's just, you I'm haven't just had the not. same. You haven't been, you haven't, I've been in some. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, you can't. See, not, I, the, the, yeah. the super likes joke was just not top of mind for me. Like I just, <laughs> yeah, well, I just, I was Batman in the car for a long time. <laughs> oh man, I ran into super likes. I ran into super likes. Robin got so many more likes than me tonight. What am I doing wrong? Um, the, yeah. So I think temper your expectations. If someone likes you, they will, they will make it known. Yes. I, I, there's no, like most guys today. I don't think, I think hints like dropping hints is like a thing that's made up by TV. Like, I don't think that's real. I think like if a guy likes a girl, he will like text her all the time and try to be around her and try to sit near her. And like try to be in yep. interacting with her more often than he interacts with other women. That's what yeah, will happen. Phoebe if figured out her. that I liked her because she was talking to a friend and was like, my friend was like, Patrick's so bad at texting. She was like, really? Text me back all the time, like right away. <laughs> exactly. So, so yeah. it's not like, I guess you could consider those hints, but it's like the hint is I want to spend more time with you. Yeah, the hint is not I'm like subtly dropping these hints. It's like I am unconscious, subconsciously dropping these hints. It's not like an intentionalness on the part of the guy. It's like you could just tell yeah. certain things. And you're like, oh, he 
but it's not universal right because like some guys text back right away everybody but like for me it was like patrick behaves differently towards me than other women friends that he has yeah therefore he probably considers me to be different than his female friends. Therefore, and that must mean he thinks that I'm one of the guys. Okay, got it. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the fellas. Okay, one cool. of the fellas. No, nah, I don't know. Uh, that's that's good. Ryan, what's the next? What's the? I'm curious to Ryan, know I what need, the brain trust has come up with. I need you to know. I need you to, to hear the one that I want you to do. It's not the Jewish one. It's the other one. All right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I know what we're talking. About. That. Uh, yeah, it's that one. Oh boy. <laughs> so i've been dropping hints about this one yeah unfortunately i did read this one prior and it the surprise i have was i have not read this one patrick go right ahead yeah okay hi i have a dating <laughs> corner thing for you no reading ahead apparently there's a big twist no reading ahead i briefly, Everyone I briefly sent it in the main server but then i decided i don't want my name attached to it because a couple of people i know irl in the server who might be able to figure out who this is if they knew that it was me who sent it so it's fine to have an episode just please don't mention my screen name lol this is a resolved situation, but I wonder what the good doctor's take on it would be in retrospect. Specifically, all, since don't bring me resolved situations. You don't go to the doctor's <laughs> office and be like, my leg was, was broken and now it's not. <laughs> anyway. Until uh, a second opinion. Yeah, that's true. That's I wonder true. what the good doctor's take, uh, especially right. since I feel like in situations it will probably only become more and more common. So a couple years ago, a male Catholic friend of mine started dating this high church Episcopalian Anglican girl from an ecumenical campus Christian group at his college. A lot of qualifiers on that girl. (laughs) That's that's a lot of adjectives describing this woman. (laughs) Woman's got too many adjectives to see her pronouns. (laughs) Beginning stages were great. Before too long, he was pretty much head over heels for her. They were talking explicitly about discerning marriage, how a different denomination would work. The whole relationship seemed, at least from the outside, to be generally healthy, everything you could want. But during one of these discernment sessions, she revealed to him that she was born a man. She had male genitalia, the whole deal. He was blindsided. Oh, man. You know, she's just one of the guys. You know what I mean? (laughs) No one had any idea. Like I said, the situation is now resolved. Tell me how they resolved it. What did they do? I what assume did they, do? they either got married or they didn't, but I need to know which one it was. Holy cow. Wow. That's, That's wild. wild. That's, That's like Jerry Springer. How did stuff. you? This used to happen on Jerry Springer. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is the kind of stuff that you'd see on TV when you were homesick from school. Like, yeah, and now it just happens at college. <laughs> it just happens to you. I'm so. I'm. I'm. A, I'm going to speak in all charity here. How how could you not? How did you? How could you not tell? How did you not know? You know. Yeah. Like. When I, when I hold a guy's hand, I can tell that it's a guy's hand. And when I hold a girl's hand, there is a diff- there's a difference. <laughs> there's fewer knuckles, <laughs> you know, like it's, I don't know. I feel like there's just so many physical clues. Am I wrong for saying, am I, does that make me an asshole for saying this that? Is so, no, you're right. I feel I like just, you're right. Have you ever been down bad? My girlfriend's hand feels really warm like a lot warmer than normal and she got really long when we i do mean that unless thing, unless this guy just went like when she goes every she goes day all, all you know, in when, like shaving all the hair like i feel like every you have to be, every every like twice a day probably but like seriously like you have to be so dedicated yeah. to keeping it hidden but that but then there's the jawbone situation like 
you know what I mean? Like, like I feel like there's did, things. Like when he did that girl thing that all girls do, where they're like, "Oh my gosh, my hands are so tiny." Everyone <laughs> comes see how tiny my hands are. Yeah. And you like your hands are the exact same size. You should have known at that point, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. Oh man, I just so I just it's crazy to me because by the time. I like got to talking about marriage with my wife. Like we, like I just knew everything she about was her. A woman. I knew, I knew that she was a woman. That's honestly, I don't know what to say. Cause first of all, I, I can't even get our ads restricted on Instagram. No, 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 no. I can't even imagine <laughs> what this guy went like that moment of like thinking that you're dating a woman and then, and then it's a man. It's, That's, that's like did, the biggest rug pull of all time. Did he never wear pants? Did <laughs> What do you mean? Like who? Which he? You got to qualify. The 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 transgender person. Uh-huh. Did did never wear like like they had male genitalia so like presumably like was it like a Ace Ventura situation? I mean what <laughs> I never saw the seen, movie. have you ever seen the movie ace ventura no so there's two big plot points in the movie ace ventura plot point number one the <laughs> the miami dolphin is missing right someone stole the okay. miami dolphin so this is good for you it's a florida movie <laughs> and so funny. ace ventura has to get crack the case and figure out who stole the miami dolphin and uh i'm pretty sure i, I can't remember if it's someone that works for the dolphins or if it's someone in like the i think it's a cop like someone that's involved like legally. So he's like a PI. Oh, okay. And so yeah. there's a cop and it's this woman and she's, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of tension between the two of them throughout the whole, you know, you're thinking like, oh, wow, maybe they're going to get together at the end. But it turns out that the woman is actually a former Miami Dolphins player that uh, transitions from a man to a woman and stole the dolphin uh-huh it's like a it's like a crazy reveal at the end that like the whole time <laughs> it was a transgender guy and uh and there, jim carrey was like you know like you can never make this today because he reacts no. he like he throws up like into a bucket when he That's realizes really that he kissed a man yeah you can't make that now you couldn't do that today but this is uh finkel is einhorn einhorn is finkel so uh I can't remember. This is this is like that, pretty much. <laughs> That's exactly like Ace Ventura, yeah. Pet Detective. Yeah. Um. I. I don't. I mean, obviously, you have to break up, right? Like right. that's a pretty. Well, it's just a, a breach pretty, of trust, if nothing else. Like, yeah, you're not yeah. the gender that I thought you were, but also you didn't tell me that you weren't the gender that I thought you were. Yeah. You know, it's like a double layered cake of. Ugh. Like if you're marrying, if you're thinking about marrying this person, presumably you've met their parents, maybe gone to their house. I'm just like, did you? Wow, never... your little brother, your little brother looks just like you. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> did you never like, like you've never like you never touched their face and like felt whiskers? My again, I I come back to. You're tell like you you're, you're telling me you've never been like, you never looked at his knees. You've never hugged, you know, like you, he never like, I get you, you know, it's like, come on, presumably you two are like attracted to each other, right? Right. So like, has something happened before where you're like, 
I mean, that's the whole joke, right? Is that a Snickers bar in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me? Right. It's like, wow, that's what this were really. Come on. Like, it's Catholic like, podcast. it's not, it's, it's not like, it's not like, you know, it's not like the other way around. It's not like male genitalia is easy to conceal. It was also <laughs> a couple, it was also a couple of years ago. So I can't imagine, I can't imagine this person was like taking hormones, you know? Yeah. That wasn't as common back then. Right. But like, maybe they were, and that's why. Yeah. I don't. I think this is this is so my reaction is beyond the this guy must have put on some intentional blinders because it's because also the other thing is certainly like if you have a friend who's dating a transgender person. I feel like at least there would be some suspicion amongst the friends like did you like is that is that is that because you know people you notice things right? you look you're like is it and so uh the fact that none of the friends brought it up or maybe they did. And he was like, no, 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 no. You guys are crazy. She would have told me that, you know, like, I just wonder how many levels of delusion there were throughout the process. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Unless I think the only, the only, like the only out this guy has is if this person blind. was taking hormones. Yeah. True. But, no, but not even blind because the kid, I mean, this person, you must have spoken like men have deeper voices. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, sometimes you hear transgender people talk and they like, they put on like an affectation of a higher voice or they've like, you know, taken mm -hmm. estrogen. And so their voice is naturally like their larynx is shrunk or, you know, yeah. but like, come on. There's no, yeah. Maybe, I've, maybe I'm. I, it's okay. I feel like idiot. you have a one off interaction with someone, you're at a club. This is a Dave Chappelle has a joke about this, right? Where uh -huh. he's like at a club and there's this woman up on him and and she talks and she says, "What's going on, Dave?" And he like he like, "Wow!" You know, like he this happens <laughs> like so it's a, it's a funny joke, and that can happen in like a one off situation in like a dark club, you know. But like if you're spending multiple hours a day every day with this person in daylight, yeah. My response is, I feel bad for the guy. I feel bad for both guys because one. <laughs> obviously was maybe lying to himself a little bit. And the other one was um, lying to everybody was lying to everybody. So there's just yeah. like a lot of lying going on. <laughs> a lot and of not just, great. I, I think if you just get, you get to the point of marriage and there's like something about yourself that you like have not communicated. Like it just feels aside from the whole is transgender right or wrong or all these things. But it's like, you get to this point in a relationship and like you choose that moment to reveal like a critical thing about yourself. It's not good. It's like, yeah, it just doesn't feel it's, it would be equivalent to like dating someone for a year and then being like, Oh, by the way, I have an ex-wife and children in a former marriage. And I go and I see them every weekend. It's yeah. Like, what? You can't just like drop that on someone, you know, yeah. like that's just a yeah. crazy thing to do. And so uh, I think that the transgender person was wrong for, for doing for leading him on for so long. And I think the other guy was wrong for maybe ignoring the signs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like if you, if you ask me like, how do you handle, how do you resolve the situation? Like you what just would don't you do. <laughs> you just, you break up, you break up, you break like, up and you continue. You learn a lesson. You learn a lot about and yourself. You don't, you don't tell anyone ever. You just don't tell anybody. Yeah. And then you just move on and you tell your friends, we're never going to remember. We're, oh, we're going to remember that. None yeah. of us. I wonder what that happens to that guy though. Cause does he walk away from it being like, am I, you know, like, 
yeah like where do i fall so this is just this sucks because then you like introduce all these questions like what do i really want out of my life and it's just like you throw a bunch of existential stuff at a person and it's like they're this honestly could screw both of these people up for the rest of their lives oh it's huge that's crazy it's like i can't like talking about marriage like you marry you only marry a few people in your life <laughs> hopefully one I'm talking about the average american here <laughs> hopefully you only marry one person but to like get to that stage and then have I was talking I was talking to someone I was talking to someone in like a sales meeting and she was like yeah it's like it's like I, I don't know if I can commit to something today like I like I, I know this sounds crazy I, I have a commitment problem although I have been married twice and then she went well I guess I've wow. been married twice so yeah. <laughs> it was a very funny it was a funny moment of like self-knowledge yeah. but I was like nah you were married yeah. twice go ahead yeah you committed twice I love it right I'm just gonna assume the other guy died I don't know <laughs> yeah that's uh do we have any softballs to end on any any yeah like, let's end on us any well, like <laughs> patrick patrick nevy come on was it come on listen if it wasn't then he would have found out a little bit quicker all right that's all i'm saying is there like a funny one hold on scroll down do that, one, do that one do that one do that one that's a good another one. city <laughs> yeah um uh so this one is called sign of peace more like piece of that sign that i stole and took home it was a piece of the mcdonald's sign <laughs> I was really struggling coming up with titles. That's really more like, like pieces of that time. She got on her first date. Oh, okay. Oh, go ahead. ahead. Okay. I'll there, read it. There, all right. No, you go. So you're on a first date. So you're on a first date. date. <laughs> <laughs> I want to read the last one. Uh, what? You want to read the last one? No, no fine. fine. Go, go ahead. ahead. This it. is going to be the last one. I know. I know. Read it. So you're on a first date and you've decided to start out with daily mass. Congratulations. You're already doing it right. This isn't, however, just any old daily mass. This mass features the, surprisingly, ancient tradition known as the sign of peace. You don't know what to go for. Is the handshake too little? The hug too much? What is the play for the first date sign of peace? Show her you're a trad. Kiss her. Right the, on the mouth. The eternal question. Show her that she's not one of the guys. and just Do a kiss of peace. But then, but right then if you do that, I think you have to kiss everyone around you. <laughs> No, 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 no! Give you got to, you got to no, turn is, to Gertrude in the in the row in front of you, and just plant one right on her little gummy mouth. This is the play. This is the play. This is the play. You kiss her first. You gauge her reaction. If it's positive, <laughs> if she's like you're good. If it's a negative, you kiss. You have to kiss else. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, I kissed everybody at church. You kissed everybody at the church. I kissed her. I didn't know what to do. Kramer comes in. Oh yeah, I've kissed at church. Oh yeah. <laughs> The crunch right signs up. Come on, what's the problem? Uh, that is a George Costanza move, though. I kissed her, and so I endured to cover it. I kissed everybody else in the room. <laughs> you see him awkwardly going around. <laughs> just yes. And so there's a big guy, the big Italian guy, just in a shirt. He's like, "Don't kiss me," and he like threatens to punch it's him. It's the it's the big gourd from Veggie Tales. <laughs> Gord's gym. Gord's gym. <laughs> so I think, uh, so that's a gamble, right? That's you're spinning on the roulette table with that one because yeah. that it's, you don't, the house always wins there. And, uh, which means you're going to lose. So don't do that. I think it depends on how much of a first date this is. So like if you're, you've been friends for a while and you like know each other and it's like time for the sign of peace, it's like, Oh yeah, go in for the hug. Cause you like know each other or whatever. Mm-hmm. If it's maybe like your first time, like you saw this girl at a coffee shop, he said, Hey, I noticed that you're reading 
the Latin and English Aquinas commentary on the book of Romans. Yeah. Um, would you like to go to daily mass with me tomorrow morning? You nice. know, yeah. like, yeah, then, then maybe go with the handshake. Um, but you have to lead. You can't, the thing that doesn't really matter what you do, as long as you initiate and you are, you follow through. Cause you can't go in for a hug and then be like, like turn and try to do a side hug or yeah. whatever, or like go in for a handshake and then like pivot the handshake into a hug. Like you can't, you have to just know what you're going to do and then do it. And she'll follow your lead and it'll be a fine no matter what you do, but you can't yeah. turn to her and like, wait to see what she does. That's no, you can't, that is you not... gotta do it. Yeah. You gotta do it. I was in that situation many years ago. I went mm. to, I went to Pittsburgh with a friend who was a girl and it was like, we were like, oh, we're going to go to mass at the cathedral. And then we're going to yeah. go to this coffee shop. They heard about yeah. And we had like never gone to mass together before. Uh-huh. And I was recently single and I didn't think about the sign of peace. And all of a sudden we offered each other a sign of peace and we turned to each other and we both just stopped. And we were both like, oh, shoot. <laughs> yep. That's me. I wonder, uh-huh. <laughs> I bet you're wondering how I got here. And I just, I just went for the handshake. I baited it. I was like, I'm just going to go for the I handshake. Think- I think something that's always, if this really stresses you out and you genuinely don't know what to do, you can go the pious route and just like close your eyes and pray through the, like just ignore the sign of peace. <laughs> just like <laughs> not do it, which I've done before uh, because. Or just, or just take a few steps back and do the COVID. Yeah. Or just, or just, I'm, I'm sick. and then do like I'm the sick. fist, I'm sick. I'm sick. fist bumps, fist bumps everywhere or go to the bathroom. Best hey, time. Hey, I really got to pee. <laughs> she's like look at her look and be like like i'm i have i have really bad diarrhea right now right. and then just go to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> she won't even be thinking about the side of peace anymore no exactly she'll be thinking about like man so really any of those options are good yeah i think any I, so just be creative you know like this is your life this is your date don't do don't just do what the establishment tells you to do don't just shake her hand just, like, just because give her a shaka bra and go cowabunga dude That's you could do a piece. you could do a pinky a pinky promise that's a sign of peace. You could do a little the foot, a little foot shake. I'm still, I'm still on like the big Bugs Bunny Looney Tunes kiss on the mouth, and yeah. then you do, and if you, if she likes, and you it, have to make the good. noise. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible uh, to make <laughs> just with a normal mouth. <laughs> yes, and then you have, and then she says, "What was that?" And then you say, "Wabbit season," and then she's. <laughs> Uh, and if she says if she says duck season season, baby and if she says duck season then you're in if she says what the hell are you talking about move on she's not for you she busts out her elmer fudd you're good to go (laughs) easy yeah Yeah. man we we, i I can't believe we solved everyone's problems we only got to like half we'll have to do this again in like two weeks to four weeks maybe like on a monthly basis we could kind of have like a mailbag where people submit questions do you think that'll do you think that'll interfere with the monthly mailbag segment that we do every month oh it might um yeah. but i don't think anybody will have an issue no with i don't think that, so either you know because it's <laughs> it's just more content so really they should be thanking us and you don't want a good way that people can thank us for for all the content that we make i do supporting your local parish sorry supporting us on patreon uh, for $10 a month, that's about 2 bucks an episode. If you think this episode was worth a cup of coffee, 
support us at $10 a month on Patreon. And to say thank you, we will give you our bonus podcast, which Ethan is back to normal, right? Yeah, it's back to normal. We tried to do reading a book and mm-hmm. a, a bunch of people left Patreon and just, <laughs> and decided and just like the views on those uh, episodes just went very way, way, way down, way down. So, so we're not we're going doing back. That anymore. We're just going to do it's going to be an extra hour of you and me. We're going to be having fun. Yeah, um, it's going to be like a classic, like a, like just an extra hour of this every week. And you're yep. going to be a part of it. And it's going to be great. Yeah, when you join, you have access to our entire back catalog of bonus episodes, which there's a ton of them now. And we we have 36 36 extra bonus episodes that you can have access to right now. You could be $10 a month patron this month and you could cancel, you know, as soon as you listen to all of them and it wouldn't bother me. Uh, But we just want you guys to have that content and it's good and it's great. And we want you to enjoy it. So go to patreon.com slash the crunch. That's the place to go. We'd like to thank... Oh. To celebrate the end of just you know what's coming up this week. Oh, yeah, to yeah. Celebrate the end of our hunchback reading. We are going to be watching Disney's The Hunchback of Notre Dame and doing a commentary track on it. Our over the hedge commentary track was very fun, and I'm excited yes. to do this one. It's yeah. very, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Patreon.com slash the crunch. Join it. We like to thank Decided Excellence for sponsoring this episode of the Crunch Catholic Podcast. You probably heard their ad at the beginning that I'm gonna do later. And nice. uh, and it's going to be great. And have they sent us the the points to read for the ad? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Me and Patrick will get together individually, but we want to thank Decided Excellence for sponsoring this episode of the show. Go to decidedexcellence.com and uh, check out all the stuff that they've got going on. Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? Uh, that'll be a $60 copay. You can send it to our PayPal. Hmm. Sorry. Health insurance doesn't really cover dating. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We will be praying for you, and we'll see you all next week.